0: I'm actually calling Carl right now. Uh, I do believe this is episode four, uh, part two of the mall uh, podcast. I'm actually calling Carlos, old Carl, to talk about uh, the show we played last week in Sioux Falls. Uh, We did Angerot's CD release show, so go check their new album out. Um also Garrett from Mall did ride with us which is pretty cool. Hello. Hey Carl. Hello, man. I'm uh I'm doing the intro to the podcast right now. So uh okay. Yeah, I just figured I would call you. Do you have any recollections of uh the show we played last week and then we also had the world famous Garrett Avocado from Mall.
1: Are we are we live right
0: now? Uh kinda, yeah. <laughs> Last weekend was
2: rad. Um, we had some people dancing and hugging
1: and kissing. And there there's some beers I got to drink, I believe, at some point. There was whiskey too, as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, Two got, I got dad drunk. Yeah, and then you did a
1: rock kick and pulled your groin. Yep. And it was a good time. Uh, and then Garrett Avocado came along and was the best... <laughs> Best merch guy ever. Uh, I, w- I wish we could hire him as a full time merch guy slash uh, vocal
0: tech. Well, maybe if uh, we get enough people listening to the podcast, uh, we'll get sponsors and then we'll finally be making that death metal money. That
1: death metal money, dude, that
0: everyone keeps talking about that we're not getting. Sick. uh You guys are moving right now, right? We are. All right. I'm going to wrap this up here. Then I got to go to El Supremo practice. And then I'm going to probably swing over to your place. All right.
1: Sounds good. We'll be here or
0: not be here, but we will be here. All right. Oh, I'll talk to you later, man. All right. Later. All right, bye. All right. So, yeah, there you go. Also, thanks for <laughs> our newest single imposter syndrome form uh, from... Our new album, Pathogenic Automation, which is out August 28th. Uh, That single came out earlier in May. Uh, We got another single coming out here pretty soon, so keep an eye out. Uh, But yeah, enough about us. And now let's continue talking to that Robbie and that Wacky Garrett from Fargo, North Dakota, Death Metal Band Mall. And don't forget, when you hear this noise, I had to edit a bunch of shit. Enjoy! Enjoy!
2: All right, there's something about. I almost died when Scourge of Iron started playing, though I'll tell you that much. First of all, Scourge of Iron's one of the heaviest fucking songs. Yeah, ever.
0: As soon as that song hits, Good Night. No, it,
2: exactly. So like, we went to uh, Chicago. We saw Gate Creeper, Power Trip, and Cannibal Corpse. I almost like actually died during Power Trip because <laughs> I like I found the biggest dude in the crowd and I went, "Hey man, pick me up, throw me that way." I crowd surfed and I had an old guy almost bend me, over, like like push me over the barricade, oh, but yeah. like my legs were stuck and it was just insane. Sucking. So oh. Garrett's like Robbie, stop doing that. You're supposed to be a drummer now. You can't hurt yourself. Yeah, I. But that. I mosh pits. But I'm like, I need my. Little yeah. yeah, I mean, I I lost Too old, a tooth at, at the aquarium. Ah, uh, so, dude, yeah. that was
0: the, the black dollar. I picked you off yeah. the floor, dude. I'm is some fucking tough
2: guy. Dude, he was wearing a wolf shirt like a gas like, station like, wolf like, shirt. like a gas station
1: wolf shirt <laughs> yo that's hard as fuck i wouldn't <laughs> fuck with that guy
2: I mean. Dude, no, because I,
0: watch, I watched, like, that dude's progression. Like, he's like, why are these people bumping into me? Yo, I was
2: straight As up. As he stands on the, the worst. of the 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 well. I, Like, all I was doing was is I was, like, leaning into people. Like, I was going back and forth. Yeah, he like, was yeah, running the ropes. Like, I was just running the ropes. That's what it was is I was leaning into people, and I would let them push me yeah. back, and I'd go to the other side, and I would lean into them. I'm not, like, throwing my body or nothing, and he got mad and busting my Yeah, team. dude. He yeah, he got, bucks, dude. he got kicked out, and... I became best friends with everybody at Dempsey's that night. Yeah, I told dude. Mikey, I was like... Uh, we were all looking as, as soon like, as, dude, as I left. Laugh, I... <laughs> we were
0: like, dude, no, yeah, we'll just look on the floor
2: for your tooth. <laughs> I saw it bounce dude, away. Was like, that was the worst part. It's like It's I'd... probably still in there. There yeah,
1: was but... a hot second. There was like three, four of us like, where's this dude at? <laughs> <laughs> I had <laughs> like, to call it's... the dogs off. <laughs> gonna I'm gonna like, do come on, venue, guys. Right? I like this place. I don't want to call yeah, it. Respect to the
2: venue. Yeah, I got a cap. Yeah, I got. I had to get uh, Root Canal and all that this other my shit. My buddy Steven. It's fake as shit. I can't, like, dude, I live in fear every day that I'm going to re-break <laughs> this motherfucker. And it is the dude, worst.
0: My buddy Steven, <laughs> when we were teenagers, we were, we used to just get, like, a bottle of Bacardi, hang out in the woods, smoke weed, ride our bikes, build jumps, and then be like, oh, we're hungry. So we'd have to bike across this town called Alexandria to go to Taco Bell. And one drunken night, it was like... One in the morning, and we're biking, and we had to go through a Menards parking lot, and I'm like, hey, dude, you should do a shopping cart into that bush. Because oh, no. he had just moved there from, like, North Carolina. I remember those influential days. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: and
0: he's like, hey what's dude, that? You see
1: me ride into that <laughs> fence?
0: And I'm like, oh, yeah, we just got to put you on a shopping cart, and then we push you. Don't worry, you won't get hurt. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well.
1: Yeah, don't worry.
0: It was Menards, so none of their normal shopping carts were out. Instead, it was like a flat. Like a flat oh, cart. Like the shallow <laughs> one yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. so you <laughs> so he was like facing the uh <laughs> he was facing the like facing you as you're pushing him, yeah, and he was holding on to the bar that you hold on to when you push the cart, and when he hit the curb he didn't let go and the handle flew and hit him in the mouth oh no <laughs> and then it hit him and then he fell off and just went you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he knocked his tooth out or chipped his tooth and <coughs> so right next to Menards is a Walmart so he got his tooth and he burst into Walmart he grabs a gallon of milk opens it up drinks a little bit throws his tooth in there because he was like yeah if you put the your calcium tooth in the preserve milk the it. calcium oh, my will save God. it and then he walked across to like the, <laughs> the medical supply area <laughs> to like the the tooth thing and he got a bunch of like uh, what's the stuff you put on? Like the denture the, shit. The numbing bullshit. Oh, or Yeah, yeah. So you got that, and then he went and got a bunch of like pain, like Advils, and he was just plowing those. And the people at Walmart were like, "Sir, sir, sir!" Like, cause he's just like drinking milk and like grabbing shit. And, <laughs> he's like, on a mission. Oh, he's just he's doing, doing that He threw in a bunch of Advil down his face, like in the aisle. Put the oragel in it on his tooth. Like, there, and then just walked out with this gallon of milk, and they just let him do it. Oh, shit. And then, like, the the best part is, like, my other buddies and I are trying not to laugh, because he's, like, mad, but he's, like, pedaling a bicycle (laughs) with a gallon (laughs) of milk. With a gallon
2: of milk? It's just (laughs) done.
0: And, dude, like, that was back, like, not back in the day, because I'm not old, but,
2: like, that, that was a good... I mean, yeah, we're getting we, to the point to where we can say back in the day.
0: Yeah, it was probably a good from where that Walmart was to his house was a good ten miles,
2: and like we rode because that's just what the we would worst. do. Dude, that'd be the worst bike ride ever. We just yeah, the
0: just just, and then, yeah.
2: The time that gallon of milk is fucking. He'll curling. be
0: on, he's gonna be on the show one of these days here. Uh, well, more power to you. That's man. gonna be a it's gonna be a yeah. funny story to relive. Yeah,
2: yeah. The funny thing is the night after or the day after we we were at Jesus Christ
0: nice distance
2: <laughs> after I lost phenomenal. my tooth and got a concussion the very next day we had a show in Minneapolis oh. so like I had to wake up that morning feeling like I got hit by a yeah, fuck right. dude I felt dude like I got hit by a fucking truck like I get, I get to where we're you know loading up all the band gear to get down to the cities and, and then we played in a dungeon we played in a dungeon and like a sex dungeon yeah i dude i don't dude, know if like it was that break break dungeon. fucking there was there was like a half of the floor was actually concrete and then there was like dirt like oh like dirt all right all it was it shout was out, grimy. shout it out was paper house I shout out paper house anymore, so long it I was like it was sick as hell like it was still a fun show but Everybody that was there that knew what happened the night before was like, I thought you were going to go down, like, during the set. Because yeah. I'm just, like, I'm just, you know, Thousand miles Stare, just autopilot, just trying to get through these songs while playing on a stage that has, like, rickety two-by-fours and it's uneven, like... <laughs>
0: And all for the name of death
2: metal. All for the name for of the, death
1: metal. For the that's, love of the riff and for brother dying. Brother, yeah, brother
2: I don't know. It's, that's, what, that's what you like to call figuring it out during a show. You just yeah. fucking get yeah, it done. dude.
0: That's
2: uh. <laughs> Do what you got, huh? <laughs> yeah. Play with a concussion on a fucking teeter-totter. It's oh, good times. <sighs> it's to a lot better looking back on it now, at least. Yeah, well, the thing is, you
0: did it. A lot of people wouldn't have. Yeah. So, Show must go on. Yeah.
2: Even if you got to play without a drummer. Dude. I'm I one mean, of those I folks, keep telling them they'd get a drum machine and be fine <laughs> with it, but they don't a really want to go machine. for it. That'd be pretty cool. I I'd see that set. I would, too, because I'd be in the so
0: crowd some and play some <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> on the machine. Putrid pile shit. I mean, yeah, we just played with uh, that dude. Uh, <laughs> so he doesn't play with a full band, right? No, Never. it's just backing yeah.
3: tracks.
0: We played with a lot Pantrid of Pyle. one g- guitar drum track bands. My favorite one, and I don't even remember their name, uh, it was a down in Sioux Falls. Oh, we might have played with them. Uh-oh. It was a dude with like dreads and like an 800-string guitar, and, and then the, uh, some other guy much. with a microphone, and then they had an iPad that had the drums. Was it GarageBand? <laughs> Probably. I hope so. Uh, I so anyway... <laughs> They're doing their thing, and it's loud drums and guitar on, like, three notes with 900 strings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, it's the typical scenario where one of the dudes in the band's, like, girlfriend was, like, the one person standing in front of them trying to, like, get everyone riled up. But mm-hmm. it was just so not good that everyone just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't know. And so at one point, the singer goes, in his brain, he goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna jump down off the stage and act crazy. And I fr- hope this
1: was at Bigs. It,
0: it was, Oh, because you know man. how big that room yes. is. Yeah, it's so unnecessary. And well, it, it's it's sick, it's but. sick but it's unnecessarily big so when big there's big. no one. Everyone's when outside no smoking. One, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so this dude literally hops down, and it's just him and like his girlfriend, or maybe it was her sister, or his sister, or something. I don't know. The same. Dude. And he's like trying to walk towards someone, and then he gets the old mic wire like pulling him like, oh, can't go that far, buddy. Can't go and then up. the buildup of the song is coming. So now he's running back to the stage. And the stage used to be a hair lower. And there wasn't a gate there.
2: It was pretty high out, yeah. And the he, gate and shits he <laughs> He'd pull a Seth Putnam trying to jump he, up it, no, sure. that, been,
0: that was. I would have been a fan of them more if he <laughs> did the <laughs> Seth Putnam flop. Kind of no, get on stage. The stage was only like three feet high. But he... The buildup of the song was coming, so he runs back to the stage and he tries to jump onto the stage, but he didn't jump enough and he hit his shin mm. on the two by the corner of the stage. Applesauce, and you, can hear, out. you can hear through the PA, <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets up and there's like the, the mic rustle on the floor, and then you, you hear him like trying to hold his <laughs> shit back. He does like a yell, and then he's like <laughs> hobbling around on the stage trying to play it off. And, Charlotte uh,
1: oh. also. yeah, I wish there was walking around of with a like capital L is like, no, uh, putrid pile fucking rips. Yeah. Putrid pile is sick as fuck. Dude. That dude is cool as fuck.
0: Uh, drum machines, shout out drum machines. <laughs> shout, <laughs> out <laughs> shout out Shadow Shout out
2: They play with a live drummer though.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes, they did. That they do.
2: <laughs> All right. History of mall. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start out. So one day Garrett fucked himself up in a wrestling match, right? Hey, this. <coughs> hey, you know, no, no, I, no, I, I got you. So, so Garrett got hurt in wrestling, and um, I definitely saw in him that he has always needed like a creative outlet, and he's been pushing so hard to just like start a band because you know, like I mean, and he'll even tell you, and I love him to death, but he can't play any instruments. <laughs> it's it's not his fault, and it's not talking shit. It's just facts. <laughs> Fair <laughs> it's fair. But fair. he he twangs on a guitar a little bit better than I could, but you know, um, but he was like he was looking for stuff, and I had seen him like try to you know like he had you know a guitarist and a drummer would hang out one day, and then you'd never hear a fucking thing right. about it ever again. Right. Drummers are flaky people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, True. I mean, I hey after You're after after I, I thing to find after I became a drummer, then Gee, I was well, no longer yeah. flaky. So like so like I saw that he wanted that uh there was a friend of ours that had had a drum kit that was just like in his apartment and I was like yo I got a house let me store it for you so that you have more room in your apartment and uh I'll probably just play on it you know what (laughs) I mean and like I because I was like fuck it like why not try an instrument because like me personally I was really struggling with like like, I needed a creative outlet, but I didn't know what the fuck I could do. Like, I can draw a stick figure. I'm not – you know what I mean? Um, And so I got the drum kit, and I started, like, you know, dicking around with it, trying to play stuff. Um, And eventually, like, I was just like, you know, I'm not – doing anything really with this i'm just hitting stuff and i don't like i want to try to create you know what i mean like Like write something out yeah and that was when i hit up lamb in like 2017 yeah yeah, 17 something like that and i told him i'm like dude like just because i knew that he had been in a band with garrett before um you know years back and that he liked heavy music and i was like getting involved in like going to shows and stuff like that and seeing my friends play music i'm like I'm like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be more involved with this. How do I get more involved with it? And for me, it was, you know, mainly that, you know, I like death metal. I was getting introduced to it more. So I hit lamb up and we, like, I just texted him. I was like, yo, come over and jam. Like, don't, like, let's just not expect anything. Let's just jam. Like, what's it going to be kind of thing. And it was super simple like i don't even want to say like dumb because it was where we started and you know Were like
0: any of those first jams did those turn out to be
2: songs on the first release yeah um I think god ones. what was it Horror mother Whore mother earth was one that okay. uh became one that was on that, the demo that's at that the <laughs> that's carl's that's riff. yeah that's the carl riff. you
0: guys have been labeled the fuck off riff of the night that's a yeah. good uh, No, No, that and
2: honestly, like that song, I feel like that song more than any song that we've written. Like at that time, is still now more us than anything that we've written. Like that's one that we could still go back and we could be like, that is still like where part of our identity lies. You know, okay it's always been like that. That was like our first like
1: catchiness, and then doom in it out or death in it. Well, that's
0: like one of the first things I noticed, like. (laughs)
1: At the shows,
0: obviously, you know, it's like people doing the two stepping and the change mm-hmm. picking oh, yeah. and all that. I'm like, all right, let's see what's going on here. This is cool. I might have to dust off the old high tops here, the old shit kickers, <laughs> show some two stepping.
2: But no, I, I, I think the other <laughs> thing was is that dancing, yeah, right. that like I started to really see like hardcore and stuff like that, and it's like I. I like death metal. Like once I feel like I was mature enough to get properly introduced to it. Yeah. And you know, a lot type, like, the, the whole thing was, digest. is that Gary really sold on it, sold me on it when he said to not listen to the vocals as vocals, but as an instrument. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah. You like the vocal like, melody. Like, yeah. The it. thing is, is like 99% of the time, I don't understand what the fuck they're saying, but I'm not there to listen to, to what they're saying. Not that what they're saying is irrelevant, but, like, I take it as, like, you know, I'm all about the sound waves and the energy. Um. So I hit Lamb up to jam, and I don't know, it was kind of weird. Like, when you first jam with people, it's not like fucking sparks are flying and goddamn, like, you know? It's just like, whoa, we're here, what do we do, kind of thing. But the the chemistry between Lamb and I was almost instant. And, I mean, like, it was just a whole thing, like, just play something to me and I'll play it back and we'll just kind of bounce off of each other. And it slowly progressed, you know, to us getting, like, kind of two and a half songs done. And then that's when we brought on two more. Kind of just picked it up from there. And Jordan, honestly, like, brought in a lot as far as, like, you know, having that second guitarist with a new perspective. And, like, Jordan Jordan was the one that pushed me, like, to my limits. As far as, like, how I could play and how I could hear music and, like, what I can do with the time that I have. And there were times where it was frustrating, but like at the end of the day, like he just made me a better drummer.
1: Cool. Because
2: cool. like he threw things at me that were weird. But
1: from like, the from the outside perspective, of, from someone who doesn't understand yeah, instruments, yeah. like I understand how to write a fucking song. Like I can tell you that sucks or that doesn't feel right. Do you have the file right. in your phone where it's just like? I, I have. Not necessarily, but I know. Yeah, I, I know exactly a what lot you mean. Of those. And I can hear things. I don't know. I don't know. Like, they're not always
2: right, of course. Yeah. Not. But,
1: like, I, I can tell if something's not going to hit for me. And, like, I'm also in the band. So yeah. And, I mean, you know. there's,
2: with, with the stuff that we just spent time writing, there was one part where Garrett's like, yo, what if you tried this? Yeah. And I was like, you know, I never thought of that. And I ended up incorporating it into, like, certain segments of it where I'm like, okay, now I just threw Like, I didn't change my idea entirely. I just incorporated yeah. it. As. See, but that's a element that, like... We're very free-flowing as yeah, far as, like, our writing goes. Like, we're never against <clears throat> trying anything, but if something doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. It's just jamming. I love me. that. I yeah. fucking
1: love that. Like, there's a reason the collective y'all felt that in the moment and wrote it fucking... Fucking mark it down. Who cares? No. <laughs> put out a record. That was that session. Like, like that was that. As was long like as you guys think it sounded fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, not all of it's going to be a winner. Of course, it takes a certain breed of musician to do that kind of shit. Yeah. But, and then, then but, you but get, jamming it out is the realest you can get. Yeah. <laughs> see,
0: that's why I don't know. I, I'm also a fan of like when bands do put out like jam sessions, which it's not really that prominent in like the metal world than it is like in the rock and roll type thing. But, uh, Cause like I want to hear like the shitty version of that song I like, mm-hmm. um, but I like why not just put out the jam sessions, man? But a lot of bands don't get to jam. A lot of bands actually like before they go on tour meet up like a week before, and then that's when they jam. They figure out their set list. <laughs> Maybe hey, work.
1: I mean it's back but, to that different lanes thing. Yeah, dude. But like for me, it, music has always, always been about feel, and yeah, if you can get totally. four or however many people in on that same feel like that's where the fucking magic happens like, i mean there there definitely is like the in.
2: business side to it where like you'd have to you know everybody have to sit down and get you know set list and stuff talked out and whatnot but one thing that <clears throat> i know we we were really missing a lot of just because as far as like our uh You know, doing more shows and like just kind of figuring things out in between, like, you know, all before this should happen where it was like, you know, you, you go to practice and you don't have you, you don't want to focus on writing because you don't want to force it because, you know, like you're also trying to be show ready. Like, you know, it's that balance of like, okay, well, we're going to be doing shows we need to make sure that what we're going to pe- be presenting to people is top notch. Yeah. And yeah, you know, like flow. our, yeah. the, like our transitions are right. Like we just, we sound on time and together and like, space it's in between songs. Yeah, oh, like, dude. like, like what are we doing yeah. between how everything? this song is going to
1: flow into the next one? Or is yeah. this one doomy? Is it going to go
2: next? Like, yeah. yeah, the set list composition is one thing that like I've really, it's important. It's so important. It's a fucking oh, yeah. show. Like, all right. Uh... All right. As far as, <laughs> the uh, audio interface cut out on us, so, so we're Alright, now alright. Nice. Hey look, it cut out
0: on us.
1: And now we're back.
2: And now we're back. So a word from our sponsors.
1: Yeah,
2: all none of them You guys want to shot the ice hole or what? Yeah, I'll do yeah, a shot. I'll, know, I'll do that. I'll pour that up. Uh all right. so Alright, I'm gonna get stage banter. Stage banter. Stage banter and announcing. Putting together your set list. Set list and all this stuff. How the band got started. It's not a band that requires a whole lot of stage banter. No. You guys put on a fucking hell of a show. Garrett is absolutely great at talking shit and, you know, doing the stage banter. But, like, especially with a lot of our stuff now and what we're going to be doing in the future, we might. We're not going to be talking as much. It's more, you know, like. I don't know. We want to bring we we, we, we want to bring on the energy of it. We want to carry that, you know, like we're gonna give you a break, but like for the most part, we want you to not go. Oh my God, these guys are insane. But like like I don't I don't care if you like us or not. It's just you know I want you to feel it. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's if all. If you like, I've had you know my brother-in-law, love him to death. He like you know stone cold country boy, yeah. But he's like you know I don't listen to this stuff, but I feel the energy. Okay, and if yeah. I can get that from somebody, I like I just want you to feel me.
1: One hundred percent. What Mal, you, don't, you don't? I would need say to... what Mall is about is all about the fucking feel. Yeah. Like, well, we, that's what we want. Live is the that's feel like a big reason
0: why I guess pe- people don't know, or maybe some people. Don't, I don't fucking know, but uh, one of the reasons I wanted to do a video with you guys uh, that we did. That was such a good time. That, fuck Walmart. Fuck, fuck Walmart. Walmart dude. Fuck North Dakota and their blue lot. Well, Fuck them. That's dude. a story I guess we can tell. Since right, I can't believe we didn't even get into that. Dude, not, yet. that not yet. Grand How many days efforts.
1: after was that where you came to the practice spot and we played fucking ambiguous lurk for like an I hour? Hated I hated that I song. Afterwards. Afterwards. <laughs> That's, like, <laughs> That's all right. That's I it. got it. I understood you it.
0: You know what I realized? I didn't do what, which I was fucking pissed off at myself for not doing when we were in your guys' practice space was just playing the fucking song over the PA and you guys miming as gross as that sounds when I'm trying to match up hits and yeah. strumming and finger fretboard shit and your vocals to you guys it playing works. live. It, it, worked, it worked. I yeah, was, You honestly. guys played... Uh, the only other time that worked as well is uh, Brutal or I did their Hey Fuck Face video. Mm-hmm. And both you guys and them played, pra- like spot on tempo wise to the
1: recording. It's always once we record, we're like, all right, this is what we're practicing. Because yeah. we, it's almost not always, but we go into the studio with songs kind of almost unfinished. Okay. Or like it's some all of them based are more on prepared. Our feels. Yeah. yeah just there. kind of. And then
2: we figure out tempos and yeah. like, oh, okay. We, <laughs> we, went, <laughs> we're we like, went, we're super fucking cave about that's that. That's awesome. <laughs> into, into into the EP because we. Uh, with, with the split we did, um, we were much more unprepared than we were for the EP. Yeah, definitely. Um, we basically have taken every time that we've – I mean, at least I have. I'm sure everybody else has to. But I take, like, what I've struggled with the most or what, you know, we haven't understood the most from recording. And, like, to make the person recording the music, to make it easier on him where he doesn't have to take, like, 100 takes – yeah. Like we don't need to go. Oh, this tempo's off. This tempo's off. It's like you know. Like we would sit down. You know, we took one of our practice sessions, and we were like, "All right, we're gonna nitpick through these songs and figure out where our tempos at are at, where our changes are at, and just like the whole the the whole thing, we would try to break it down more than we did the last time we went into the studio. Okay, and that's because like I want to go into the studio being the absolute most prepared that I can be. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's all That's that's all I really want to do is I want, like, it's going to be beneficial to me to be prepared to actually know the fucking music that we wrote, you know? Yep. But it's also going to be beneficial to the person recording because I've heard so many times, you know, like, bands going with fuck all of even, <laughs> like, did they even write the songs or are they just going in there and freestyling kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, totally. I would still love no. to do a live recording where it's just all the organic feel to it because like you know like we were we record our stuff to click and all that stuff but like when we play live it's just like you know we like dude there's been there's so there's been so many times with like new music that we write that right away playing live i play way too fast so everybody's out of breath because oh, yeah. I'm nervous as shit back there We're playing just it. Fucking grooving it. Gary got sweat. asthma. I can't, like if I see him, <laughs> if I see him out of breath up there, man, I know I've been playing Over too fast. Over here doing the vocals.
1: Yeah, you fucking. <laughs> what do you, what what do we sound like to you? I'd say like a sludgy death metal, like hardcore kind of thing.
0: Yeah, you guys, the thing that uh, Paul and I were talking about when you guys, first, when we first started doing shows with you guys, uh, was you guys had your fucking tone locked down. Yeah, you guys have fucking Jordan. killer guitar, bass tone, like, that's kind of a big thing in a live setting. Mm-hmm. But You know, you guys are heavy, like I said, like a sludgy, death metal kind of hardcore thing going on. Mm-hmm. And it's from Fargo, and I live here, so I'm fucking fine with <laughs> So I'm fine with it. Yeah.
1: That was those were all the three things we wanted to hit was death, the hardcore sludge. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's
0: that's uh It's
1: always been the thing and I feel like obviously the more we go on, it evolves and kind of oh, yeah. crisps and oh, exactly. like, I mean, the I, EP we put out is definitely, like the best <laughs> blend. It's the of most that us we've us. ever been. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then uh,
1: Man, that ice hole is making me salivate. Mm.
0: Uh the ban van necessities.
1: I need a pair of sound canceling. I only have fucking Tell earbuds, me. and yeah. but like I'm also always, almost always the driver, which I like. Okay, I need that. I need something to I, fucking do. Yeah, I'm a um,
0: big fan of the. Dri- I do a lot of the long drives. Yeah, I like that shit oh, though. That's where it's at,
1: dude. A band necessity, or a band van necessity. Yeah, Biofreeze. <laughs> we use so much really? Biofreeze. We're that stuff like smells fucking. I funky. know, dude. Uh, see, the now van... I was,
0: You guys probably have the best smelling Band van. Mm. Like ours smells like feet and dudes. Like you said, Biofreeze.
1: Biofreeze is a definite because, like, I feel like all of us are just falling apart. <laughs>
2: like, all right. Fantastic. So, so my 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 one and only true band van necessity is lumbar support for your lower back because if you do for not, for your have, lumbar <laughs> like like if you do not have your lumbar for your iwumbo you wombo. see <laughs> but honestly yeah, like, shell like out lumbar for, for real yeah. like if you don't have something there like you're gonna fucking hurt and see, stretch it every goddamn stop sometimes, uh, it. sometimes they are needed yeah but
0: uh another th- i don't know another thing that's cool like with our rig is like we get to lay down uh because we got those bunks mm-hmm. so that that helps. I mean, driver and passenger, but we sw- try to switch out every two to four hours too, as far as driver. Just kind of keep everyone fresh. It doesn't. Sometimes you know how it goes. It gets like couple of the guys. Had Somebody's some got to take the L, show, right? so then someone just—you can feel them hit the Rumble Strip, and you're like, "Oh, maybe." Uh, I mean, I've been awake looking at my phone, but you know, I don't really feel like driving right now.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they
0: got so it. we'll all die, man. No, there was okay. Damn. So Oklahoma, <laughs>
1: fuck, fuck <laughs> Oklahoma Uh-oh. City, man. right? Oklahoma. Okay. City. It was.
2: It was from Kansas. No, it was Oklahoma
1: City when you drove overnight no, I, to Denver. No, that Are was, you Rumble Strip through the fucking over here or thunderstorm, what? dude? That's yeah, a, that was a awesome. No, this, this
2: was none of my fault, and honestly, I'm a fucking MVP no, for this. I'm not even talking about <laughs> no, your I fault.
1: <laughs> I am just saying like I am mostly Dude. the driver. Yeah. We did the seven day run. There was, a, there was a couple shows where I was just like, eh, after the show, yeah. I'm be too drunk to drive. Yeah. Someone else could figure we it out. We would always establish <laughs> before. And by that, it, yep. it,
2: it, by us figuring it out, it would be Garrett come, coming up to me and be like, hey, I plan on drinking tonight. Yeah. I'm like, so I'm driving. Robbie yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the few people. Right. I, but it's yeah, okay. I it's mean, okay. We do that as soon as You know, it's a fair trade. Figure out who's but
1: ready. I locked out so hard. So we had Oklahoma City, <laughs> this show, Shadow of the Dojo. All right. Um. Holy fuck! I was I drank a six pack before we set, and then finished it off. A couple before we hit the road, I had a couple twenty four ounce Bud Lights. He like, said, "I'm tired. I'm full trash get... mode, dude." He I was got like, hammered I knew... ass drunk in like thirty minutes. I knew, oh, like we played earlier in the night, I had plenty of time to drink. So after that six pack, you know, just just beers, just hanging yeah, out, yeah. chilling. Slam two fucking twenty four ounces. I'm in the back of the van for one of the first times throughout the whole tour out out so fucking hard we have an overnighter from oklahoma city to denver
0: uh, It's like what 13 12? it's
1: like it's 10 mm-hmm. i think it's nine and a half or 10 without stop bullshit okay yeah and there was a lot of bullshit <laughs> apparently so i'm fucking out dude i am so out for the best part because we're in the middle of fucking nowhere the this the slimiest fucking highways the grossest like, like, thunderstorm like, like one way like there like yeah, one lane yeah. on each side Two like this yeah. is like yeah. county road shit. It's shit shit that i would not be good at at night anyway cuz i have a, to stay yeah. off those things cuz that's where drunk people are yeah so he's dealing with all of that fucking drive and i'm out hardcore till like 5am 4am yeah. when when i know like early mornings is my shift like i'm a day driver like give me 5 a.m. to fucking 8 8 p.m. Yep, like I'll do yep, that, yep. <laughs> but after the show, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> Robbie took the hardest shift that I know because the stories I heard when this I woke was, up, and I was like, I slept through that. Oh,
2: this was like, this was like, and like I've driven through storms before, which is like fine. Like I've, I've seen some storms. It's a great I've, setup. I've, I've seen some things and done some, some fucking things. stuff. I live in the God fucking damn it! I've if you've never driven in the Midwest, in then car. Car, then fuck you. Um, but this was like, it it started off with like ridiculous winds and like, you know, our van sits a little higher. So like we were blowing off left and right, all this and that on like a one, one lane road. And like the lightning was not just like, you know, a a lightning strike here and there. It was like, you know, for a split second, you could see everything around you because it would go (laughs) from pitch black to daylight daylight for a split second. Oh. To where you could see how bad shit's fucked around <laughs> you. And then it'd go back to dark. And these you are just, like, like,
0: see some dude out in the field, like killing. Yeah. Somebody. No, that's what I was waiting for. It <laughs> was
2: like somebody with a fucking side. They'd be standing yeah, on the dude. side of the road, just like I'm waiting oh, for you yeah, fucker. Yeah, and I'm dude. just like, i'm just like man this the this shit is not tight <laughs> like i'm white knuckling like i have i have a stigmatism too so like you oh, know like man. i got all these like man you got a bum knee I, I got guys, dude man. my shit's fucked dude we gotta um,
0: get you on that fucking
2: pathogenic automation i shit. know it's something <laughs> give me bionic legs so i can finally do blast um but okay. so it was going from that to just like the gusting winds and just the downpouring rain. And it was, dude, it was one of the worst storms I'd ever like driven through. And like, I, I don't know how it happened. Yeah. Garrett, Garrett was lucky enough to be fucking passed out <laughs> drunk in the back and not having to deal with any of it oh, because man. like, uh, I'm, I mean, I made it like a good, like five, six hours, like through that drive. Like I drove us through the storm and i got out of the vehicle when i when i like i got out and i was like i'm done driving tonight there's no more rain oh, y'all can yeah. fucking figure it out yeah dude so i drove
0: from boise to la i took two five-hour energy drinks, extra strength
1: that's ten and a half hours the dude. whole
0: drive from boise like you know how like it's loud when you first get in the band and everyone's like, yeah, dude, dude yeah, right? we're in fucking party, we're gonna this. this. And then it's slowly like 20 one, fucking minutes fuck later, they're all it. sleeping. So, Every like, it was just Paul and I at one point. And, uh... Fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul's the king of... <gasps>
1: Don't That's Garrett mother- too, but he got asked mother- yeah, mother- yeah, dude. So it's called sleep apnea. It, you know? it
0: got to a point where we got we were getting in Nevada, and Paul was sitting passenger. And the whole drive, like you're doing this thing where you're doing like fucking seventy, and then all of a sudden twenty, and you're doing like a spiral down a canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're doing, shit, and then you're going up, and then you're doing the down the mountain thing, and all this shit, and then. But the whole drive,
2: everyone's like, yeah, dude, we're going to stop in Reno and get some fucking hookers. Yeah. Fucking Reno. No hookers were had that night. No, it? I
0: got to Reno and everyone was fucking sleeping. I stopped at a gas station.
2: And like, you know, it's
0: the gas station stuff. So everyone's even, sl- even if you're sleeping, you're like, mm, no, we're at gas station. We'll yeah, go and buy you. a Slim Jims,
1: and some Funyuns. Mm.
2: Have, have yeah. a sleep, you buy Slim Jims and Funyuns. Yeah,
0: and it. you just kind of stand there and like something <laughs> funny. A fucking like, Milky like, Way. Someone's like mopping, but like it's, milky it's way. just funny it's to the watch. the funniest thing. Yeah. yeah. The toilet's got shit all over it. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, dude. Poop so anyways. like, but no one woke up. I'm like, I pull up, park, yo, dude, we're in Reno. Nothing. All right, I'm going to put some gas in the van. Go in the gas station to get some bullshit. Come out. Got another five hour energy drink. Extra strength, I tell you that right now. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, six hours. It's
2: 15 oh, hours. Oh, wait, no.
0: You know what's funny? Actually, before we got in a Reno, when we first crossed into Nevada. <laughs> Paul actually did wake up. And did you like,
2: slow down for a second? There,
1: yeah. was I was <laughs> like trying he to worked. hold a bird. He just bag. did that fucking Harris West face. You
2: got a fucking door? You on a fucking door? We did
0: get in Nevada. Paul like like, Paul woke up. He's like, crazy, "Where are me. we?" Like, we just got into Nevada. He's like, "You well, think of what I'm thinking?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I pulled off at a casino real quick and we gambled for like ten seconds. And then he fell back asleep. Went to Reno. Three at the slot hours machine? later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: he fell asleep at the slot three machine. Three hours
0: later, Matt wakes up in the back. He's like, oh, fucking says. He gets on GPS. <laughs> he's like,
2: whoa, yeah.
0: GPS says we're like three hours from Reno. Fuck, go there, get fucking hookers. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that was three hours ago. Like, we're not anywhere near. We're three hours away from yeah. Reno, <laughs> So then I kept driving. But it got to, So that trip, driving through, like, the m- craters of the moon, like, terrain of idaho was a crazy ass thunder like rain lightning thunderstorm where everyone was doing like 10 and 15 mile an hour but i was like yeah bro i was still just doing the speed limit because i didn't give a fuck and five hour energy drinks were kicking listening to just the nastiest <laughs> i was power listening metal. to molly hatchet in fact because a disaster dude molly hatchet it, uh, most people know is like one of my favorite fucking rock and roll bands, and that's my driving fucking music, dude. And don't fuck with me with Blackfoot or Molly Hatchet. Anyway, so <laughs> once we get into Nevada, now we're coming up on the California border. We're looking to our left because now Paul's like awake, and he's like, "Oh, it's like what's like? We're like, is that like a city over there? Because there's like orange light in the sky." And then we pass this one ravine, and it's just like, "Oh." No, that's just fire. Like there's just wildfires. <laughs> oh, oh no! There was like a yeah. giant wildfire next yeah. to this fucking interstate we were on for like an hour and Dude. a half. We just thought it was like orange light from like a city.
2: Yeah. No, those those wildfires Dude. over there are definitely real. Like when when I lived in, because I grew up in Washington. Like that's where i okay. You know, that's where I was born. Um, when I left there after like my seventh grade year, fucking school, or whatever. It was like I was just hearing about. Like all my friends having to get like evac and stuff, like you know, because wildfires are like a real fucking thing out there. Like, like, dude, it it ended up getting like into town and stuff like that, and like millions of dollars of damage and shit. Fucking fucking crazy. But yeah, like anyway, like like I
0: said, I drove for like sixteen hours. Yeah, fuck that. And the last hour, I I remember we were on the eastern side of like the mountains that run but, that.
2: Separate the part of California from like the is ocean. That the, is that the Cascades? Is it? Do the Cascades run down? I don't, I know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I just know we were know on, the cascades, no. No. That, on the eastern side of some mountains that on the other side of that was
0: like LA and the no ocean. Mountains. In fact, we were driving along 20 Mile Lake and my eyes were open. I was driving the van, but I was not conscious.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it was basically this like. Oh, rumble stripping. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm pretty sure those are just blast beats.
0: Yeah. So like after like 10 minutes of just rumble strip left and right, Paul finally wakes up. He's like, you all right? And I just go, no. No, dude. No. Clearly. And then like I just. I didn't I'm all right. And then I'm all right. And then I'm all right. And then day. I'm all I didn't left. go to the next exit. I just stopped. On like the side of the interstate and then like Carl started driving and then I woke up and we were in Venice Beach.
2: God. But yeah, so like I do the long drive. Dude, I love Venice Beach.
0: Dude Venice
2: Beach. Every other shop in Venice Beach is either a weed shop or a tattoo parlor.
0: Or At, they sell, or, like, the old knickknacks and paddy that are, like, yeah. metal. Yeah, and then there's, metal. like, a
2: million fucking, like, you know, like, the the street performers and stuff like that. The, Honestly, was, one of the coolest things I've ever seen was down in Venice Beach. I got a tattoo on
1: guitar. Venice Beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a tattoo on Venice Beach. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah. Old Venice. So, so, uh, dude, Life. I was just there. That was for Bentley. In February, because I was killing some Never time. Never asked for Evan. And I went down to the pier, because I'm like, go to the pier, I want to I'm going to be honest. I went to the pier because I wanted a fucking churro, all right? Dude, I, man, I respect I got a, a churro. I fucking churro. I don't love churros, churros. I got a motherfucking churro, and I'm standing there like a fucking asshole trying to take a picture of my churro and a fucking seagull. Yes. Fucking, and I wasn't looking at the churro, so I thought some motherfucker was trying to snatch my churro. So I'm like, yo, <laughs> there's no one there.
2: And I just see this fucking seagull
1: flying. It's just away a flock of, of seagulls. Fucking Steven Seagull,
2: flying off. Steven <with> Seagull, <this laughs> fucking off with your churro. Fucking, I've you know, never been man since I Steven was. In my life. I was baked out of my mind on one of the piers, and there was like a pelican that would like <laughs> not let us get off the pier. A pelican. Like like me and one of my friends, we were like we were just you know juniors in high school, just riding our bikes around on the pier. We try to go back, and like this pelican is just like squaring up to us. <laughs> And like I had smoked a lot before that, so I'm like baked I'm like baked and paranoid and I'm just like I'm not fighting that fucking pelican dude. Dude. Like I will stay on this pier until that pelican leaves. I think out of all birds, pelicans. Pelicans are 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 terrifying, dude. dude. They're fucking motherfuckers. It's fucking scary. I can't. I the can't. toughest
1: to fight? Yeah, out of dude. all the birds, like,
0: do you I could see the do so. Okay,
1: have you ever seen an ostrich? Dude, ostriches—that's well, the, ostrich. Ostrich. the thing—is, to...
2: but like, if you get close, like, you I'm just not get gonna that come net. across
0: an ostrich anytime soon. But a fucking pelican, dude. Yeah, dude, here's my churro. Fucking uh, motherfuckers. The churro at very very six, oh, got oh, six p.m. I got nabbed by a fucking motherfucker, dude.
2: God, prick. <laughs> so. I have a problem with pelicans. And it's because he just, you know, like, he just, he, bu- he bullied me. The yeah, Pelican the bullied me.
0: Pelicans are pricks, dude. You know that uh, swamp cranes are considered ribeye of the sky?
2: Swamp cranes? Yeah. Like swamp? Like swamp people? The swamp cranes? <laughs> no, no. They're, 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 the bird. The bird? Yeah. Not like Glenn and Patricia
0: <laughs>
3: hang
2: out in the swamp. <laughs> that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs>
0: yeah. Fucking
2: dude <laughs> you know what i brought it up yeah. i'm
0: sorry is that fucking dude who listens to five-finger death Punch in a loud chevy z71 from tiger do
2: you mean the guy with the oakley hat
0: and shit yeah yeah is he that didn't dude have her oakley. old husband dude
2: no are you sure yeah they got kind of the same weak chin yeah but they're probably related more than they are married which, you know, picture. down there, it might not be that far off uh, of a difference.
0: <laughs> it's an interesting thing. Did you see that someone brought up the Tiger King? Because, of course, clickbait to our tr- uh, fucking president, Trump. And he's like, yeah,
2: he's saying, I like, don't know. I look into, into it.
1: I look like into <laughs> it's it. It's like,
2: oh, no. I have seen the Tiger King. I, I've heard good things. I know a lot about tigers, and I know a lot about kings. <laughs> But I'll uh, let you know right now. I got the best Tiger Kings. We only know the best Tiger Kings. <laughs> I went to
0: that dude's. Fuck Trump you, Tiger Tower once.
2: Piece of shit, bitch, motherfucker. A
0: I gotta. I went there to get a taco bowl because I wasn't gonna have the internet say that he doesn't know anything about Mexican food. He said they have the best Hispanic it, food.
2: Yeah, it was on like uh, Cinco de Mayo a couple yeah, years yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, So yeah. I went
0: there.
2: It was on the fifth
1: oh of Mayo.
0: <laughs> it was definitely not May. I can like punch you. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, dude, I I went to Trump
2: Tower. I got a taco bowl. Is it good actually?
0: In fact, here's the the one picture of me oh with God. his fucking I mean taco I got bowl. a
2: picture of me in Vegas flipping off Trump
0: Tower out there, but that's about it. Did you try the taco bowl though? Dude? No. You didn't get the taco bowl. Why are you always tripping, man? I peed Did on you? the handles. So And me being the the funny guy I am, I made a collage of taco bowls.
2: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Good old, good old boy AJ in there.
1: (laughs) That man is shirtless.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that guy gets shirtless. Uh, Hey,
0: would it be a bad idea if we did? uh, Yes, we did a show. Right? Oh show, not show. But then right. the show ended early, say midnight, and then the next hour is metal or whatever metal karaoke. Where
2: oh, see what I'm saying? I, I see what you're saying.
0: The Tyrant Show. Yo, that shadowed that show. That? that show was pretty fucking crazy. Oh, here. that was Friday. I, the the we fun.
1: all that show, but yeah, you were. You played. No, I played wasn't. Though.
2: I don't know if I stayed the whole time.
1: Show. Because everyone just randomly got up and did vocals. For yeah, because they so press, press the there.
0: tyrants' vocals. It was like, oh, I thought you guys canceled that show. I stayed in Omaha.
2: Oh, shit. No, yeah. I think I went home sick that, that night. That was the Friday the 13th show. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, like, years ago. like that that was was years the last minute ended, like, endless rain.
0: There was, like, 50 bands. And, like, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be a shit show. And then it, everything was on time. Everyone sounded good. It's amazing what happens when
2: people help out. Yeah, on... that's one thing. Like, if
0: anyone <laughs> does a show, like, if it's in Fargo and I, like I'm like i doing a show, like, I mean, you guys have seen the message. I sent on oh, yeah. the yep. message, like, yep. hey, we all got to help each other on and off stage. Uh, Which, of course. Because, like, I'm not a fan of gear sharing because I don't want some guy with his rig to blow up the dude who's playing after them. Who It's his rig. I don't want him to yeah. blow that up or kick through someone's kick drum. So it's like, yeah, you can all bring your equipment, but have your fucking drums like, already put together. Yeah, right, right, I, I try to get to and, shows
2: early before doors yeah. so that I can have a wide open space to set up my drums, and then I can push my entire kit against the wall, and nobody yep. will notice it until I have You're to bring it up on stage.
0: Line. Yeah, because I mean, I mean... And the sad thing is, dude, I've done shows with bands that have been around for like 20, 30 years, and their drummer is...
2: Up tearing up down his, stage, is taking he taking his cymbals off on, on stage? stage? Yeah. yeah, dude, I've been a drummer for like two and a half <laughs> years, and I know fucking better than to do that. Oh my god! Unless dude. unless you are sharing the house kit, yeah. just get your fucking stands off stage and take your cymbals off afterwards. Like my whole thing has always been like, you know, I love playing shows, I love doing all that shit, but if you don't have the professionalism, and if things aren't running smooth behind the scenes. Yeah. So that people have a decent time to get a smoke break in. Like you go out, you get your cigarette in, you get your next drink, and you're up there and the band's playing because you had a fucking 10, 12 minute changeover.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll stab a motherfucker if they like finish their set and then
2: their shit's still on stage and they're like, oh, I'm too talking <laughs> to people. I'll fucking <laughs> oh, kill dude. you, dude. Like I've start I've seen drummers doing that where they're like where they're ugh. where they will stop they will stop getting their gear off stage. And they'll start talking to somebody. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm next up. So guess what? Now <laughs> I am grabbing your gear and putting it in front of you. Yeah, like, get it you, the fuck <laughs> off. And let me get my shit up I've so that we can continue the show. i asshole
0: a time or two, which is cool. I'm cool with it because I Dude, am. Dude, I love it. But, like, because there'll be, like, someone just not doing their job and infiltrating on, like, my set time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll just call them out in front of the the cute girl. Because I'm not, I'm not fucking playing music on stage to get the cute girl to fucking uh, yeah, give a right. fuck about her or some dude like, You're not just, playing I'm it I'm for hit, recognition I'm playing music for people that appreciate someone playing music. Right. I'm not trying to get laid out of this. And like when I see people that just completely abandon their shit on stage to be like only oh, you know that one girl who I liked her picture and then she liked mine and then I invite her to the show and she came.
1: And now we're kissing.
0: Yeah. Like you could just take your stuff I wish off I was stage. with you
2: instead of on tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you're fired. Oh, he
2: was fired. Uh,
1: people, dude, I was to that.
2: Um, but no, I don't know. I feel like for me, it's the same thing that I apply to as far as working in kitchens, where it's you know you set the next man up. You know hey, if hello. if I have this uh, the the you know a comfortable amount of time to get my shit set up on stage and get all my shit taken care of i want the next person you know <laughs> like you know i'll help a guy load off and i'll help a guy load on you know like on stage like i will help with full transition and have no problem with it There needs to be more of that that's a fucking needs player. more of that well sure. the
0: thing is is like there was a period where every band no matter what level they were had like roadies
1: Fucked that yeah and it's like, a hey man don't touch our
0: fucking gear and it's just like and like so like In a way, they got spoiled, but that kind of boiled over into people that don't have roadies, and they get this rock star mentality for like playing their local dive bar, and it's like, no, dude, like it's it's nothing like that. It's not that deep. Yeah, streamline. Everyone gets like the same set time, as long as we stay on schedule. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. if you're ahead of schedule, guess what? You get an extra five minutes. Crazy how
2: that works. Yeah. Uh, shows run a lot smoother when everybody is helping. Dude, you know, that together. mentality carries like, a long way from wrestling. Like honestly, a, a lot of the shows that like we've dealt with you, you know, it's almost every time you know that you know the the changeovers are smooth, things are on time, they're on schedule, and that shit feels good. Like not only yeah, well, it's not, like not only for the bands, but like you know for the people, there's that like there's that decent flow of like you know get my cigarette, get my drink, you know next band's playing. Like let's just let's just keep. Really simple communication. The hey, is. there's
1: fucking five <laughs> bands tonight. Let's make this flow. Yeah, Because like, like, you should know what it's like to be at a show. Like, you the, want it to go smooth. It's so simple. I head really wider, hate waiting well,
2: 25 minutes for a band to start. There's playing. no excuse. No. And, and I've seen it happen. Of,
0: in Fargo, and I'm just going to leave it at that. In Fargo, I've seen a handful of bands who don't have crazy complex setups Take so do 30 to 45 minutes to set up. Yep and then on top of that they go like 20 minutes over yep and i'm like like you're fired (laughs) you're it's
2: it's actually funny because we had a we had a show in louisville where we actually got caught we the show got cut off so the last band couldn't play the last band was pissed on and they're this insane grind band from kentucky And, no, it wasn't just them. Everybody body. was pissed off because fucking Weezer was playing, like, two blocks down or some shit. So, like, all... So the city
1: of Louisville had this, like, curfew. This thing
2: where that. you couldn't play shows within the vicinity. But, like, they <laughs> they told us that if if the the band that we were touring with, Wits End, if they wanted to, like, get their full set in or whatever, like, we had to, like... It like, change, changeovers had to be on fucking point. Yeah. And they are like, you need to hurry. So I was like, oh, you want us to hurry? When we're already proficient with our changeovers, and they told us it was like one of the fastest changeovers that they've ever seen, and I'm just like, get your shit you off. You don't get like other, like help the
1: other band get on.
2: Like like get off, get on, get the fuck off. Like you here's know. Here's some I mean? quick
0: tips. If you got a bunch of pedals, get a pedal board. Pedal board. I'm tired of seeing the briefcase with a bunch of spaghetti wires. Yeah. And then you have spaghetti wires on stage, and then you have to act wacky on stage, and you do a bunch of circles around something, and it's all tangled. Just get a pedal board. Just get a so now you don't have to spend five minutes on your pedal board. Yeah. How about this? Uh, <laughs> drummer, you don't need a, a nine-piece kit with 50 cymbals if you're just playing the hi-hat, snare, kick, and maybe the ride. Hey man,
2: there's that one accent hit in there <laughs> yeah, that I need back- that one symbol for. Well, it. you're going to need no. to figure out that route, I, right? do, <laughs> I do I do I do two crashes a ride and a hi-hat and I just recently put a shine on my kit yeah, because dude. like I want that but like it's but, like, the the less the better sometimes.
0: Yeah, and then, like just, just the little things man like
2: the more you having having set yourself up stage, like
0: you know making sure there's not a bunch of bottles and goofy shit all over and, like I don't I I played some hell gigs I mean I also play in green jello so like that is literal hell because that dude brings everyone in the audience on stage my first green jello show was playing drums and I had a drum riser just the front rack or a drum rack rather just the front rack and first song three pigs the rack is now fall- on falling over and there's had people all over happened. and I'm just like can't even hit the snare. So I'm used to chaos. Which yeah.
2: I filled I filled in for uh, a friend's band of mine, Body by Torture, and like during their first song that I was like it was my first like my first gig with them filling in. Yeah. First fucking song that ride that ride symbol fell right into me. <laughs> and like they have a part where they're like they do this fill and then they stop and then they kick back in. I kept fucking playing because I was just like, "Oh my god!" I, like my ride symbols on me, and I lost where I was at, and I had no idea what was going on. It's just fucking chaos. Sometimes it's like, "Well, my drums are doing exactly what I didn't want them to do." Robbie so after dark. <laughs> Robbie. This is NPR. Hey, this is NPR after Sunday's
0: dark. Sex talk with Sue.
2: No. How do I know what you're talking that about? What oh, the fuck? Yeah. She was an old
0: lady that talked about butt fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> Why <is> this plug. <laughs> Shout out to Sue. <laughs> I hope you're doing alright. <laughs> Sue is not alive. We hope it's, you live she in She was I so old when we were there, you assume she's dead. I bet oh, she's alive as assume. fuck. Assume. And still, as, there, she's but, on Black as both of these oh, motherfuckers so. are
2: looking up to see who can find out if she's dead faster. Sue's sex channel. Sue's sex channel dot Oh,
1: sex educator. Sue Johnson.
2: Sue Johnson.
0: Is she fucking alive? She's, she's 90?
1: Is still
0: she kicking? alive? Dude, she's probably still fucking, dude. Oh, Sue Johnson. Oh, yeah, that bitch was alive as fuck, dude. She is. Shout out, Sue Johnson. Her does Wikipedia not say dead. does not say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that motherfucker was born in 1930.
1: Yo, dude. her birthday was about two and a half weeks ago shout out susan happy birthday happy birthday 1930 thank you for teaching me everything i need to know she could tell you something about the sarcophagus
0: (laughs) she is a sarcophagus (laughs) dude. all All right sue we hope you're doing good from gorgatron thanks for sex
1: education (laughs) i learned how to beat my dick yeah i definitely
0: (laughs) cranked out one as like a a teenager, young
1: teenager. Thanks, Sue. For
0: I wasn't looking at her. I was just looking at the
1: diagrams. <laughs> <you taste. know. laughs> the, the girls got wild. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you watch 90 like minutes to not minutes, by like, Sue like, Johnson.
0: <laughs> Sue Johnson, peace on, nigga. <laughs> well, yeah. Cool. If you couldn't tell, we got progressively drunker. Uh, we, like I said, man, that last episode... Uh, intro we talked for a good four hours which was pretty cool man those dudes and mall make good music and they're good dudes so uh i don't know what else to say fucking sunday sex talk with sue what if she'd do the podcast if you're listening you should tag her social medias with our social medias and we'll, like, put her in a music video or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, until then, GorgatronBand.com. We got fucking everything you need from coffee and clothes and CDs to pre-orders for our new album. Ah, uh, fucking, I don't know what to say. Shout out to Bloodblast, Ashley Tallent International. All of you listening to this, Les and everybody for putting on a killer show, our first fucking show back since all this COVID shit uh fucking we actually did a live stream so if you go to our Facebook you can watch that whole set we played for like an hour and a half fuck we cannot wait to get back on the fucking road ugh alright I'm gonna get the fuck out of here uh we're gonna try and get some podcasts done talking about the singles Because we got four lined up before the album comes out on August 28th. Uh, Also, if you listen, if you, you listening, if you made it this far in the fucking podcast, first of all, thank you. Second of all, go buy some stuff from us because we need drug and booze money. And third and most importantly, go to paul johnson the guitar player from Gorgatron's social media and let him know how fucking amazing the movie face-off is because for some reason he does not think it's a good movie it's a fucking phenomenal made just a good movie that carried action movies ooh into the 2000s that's going to be coming up soon the face-off episode the Gorgatron podcast until then fuck off and uh get your dick sucked now
3: fuck off